and welcome to another episode of Expressions of Podcast. I am super excited to get into the conversation today because we're talking about the world of tabletop games. Uh, and when I say tabletop games, I mean generally board games, but there's lots of card games out there that are very uh, interesting um, and other forms of games like role-playing games um, and stuff like that that are still considered tabletop games. Um, So I think uh, this is going to be a really great uh, conversation to get into. But before we get into that, I'd like to say hi to my co-hosts, Brian and Sean. How are you doing today, Brian? Awesome. Very excited for this. I'm of the age where um, there was no internet. There were no handheld entertainment devices. There were no uh, things like that, that really kept kids entertained. So when I was a kid, it was all board games all the time. I loved it. Uh, my, my brother and sister, that's like the only time we really got along for short periods of time, because <laughs> by the end of a board game, my brother would lose and he'd throw the game board. That was always fun. But anyway, yeah, no, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very excited for this chat because there's a lot of games I used to play and it'll be interesting to see with the, you know, the age difference between us, what, the different interpretations of board games and, you know, life stories were, I guess you could say, because I've got life stories around board games. I'm old. That's what it is. <laughs> I've got some you, great Sean? stories too. Yeah, yeah. good. <coughs> How are you doing today, Sean? I'm good. I've been sleeping all day because it's been raining and I didn't have to work today. So I've been in nice. and out of consciousness from the time I woke up until now. <laughs> Me too. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's good to have a lazy day every now and again. Nice rainy uh, day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my day also was quite slow. I didn't do a heck of a lot, you know, did some stuff around the house, emailed a lot of people about wedding stuff. And then I worked out for like an hour and a half um, right before coming on uh, the show here. So Got my little protein shake. Uh, yeah, people can't necessarily me. tell uh, by watching the show because you only see like this much of Aurora. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's I don't getting... think I've talked about this yet. No, really. you're really, yeah. really, really doing well. Like I uh-huh. see you every day at work and I see a difference. So good job on you. You're you're really working hard at that. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, just to give some back side uh, back story on the whole situation is you know getting married um in 2024 and um not only that this this past year i found out some i have some health issues that i want to kind of take care of and one of the main things that can help to mitigate uh symptoms of these health issues uh is losing some weight um, and so I started at the gym at good life and then I signed up for like a set of personal training sessions and then signed up like permanently for personal training. So I've been working really hard. Um, I've lost just under 10 pounds so far. Um, and I'm only, uh, two or three months in. Um, so I'm told it's, it's right before the big drop. But that being said, like, I feel like I'm doing, like, a lot of people say I'm, like, doing really good and really excited. But um, on Saturday, you weren't there on Saturday, Brian. I had a rough morning on Saturday. Oh, no. Um, I I made my breakfast, and then it failed. And then the second time I made my breakfast, I dumped the shake all over the counter. Uh. And then I just had a meltdown. Uh, and Andrew was in the other room. And 
it was like one of those mental health moments and we were always <coughs> talking about mental health on, on the show. So I think it's important to share this. And, you know, I just got talking to him about like, I've only lost like a little bit less than 10 pounds and I've been working so hard for three months and it's really hard to just like change my diet as well. And so, so okay, but hang on a second. <laughs> you say you lost 10 pounds, but you have changed your body. Yeah, that's it's true. not it's it's you're you're gaining muscle. You're doing weight training. You're doing yeah. things where your your muscle is going to weigh more than the fat did. So I see yeah. a difference. And when you said under ten pounds, I was like, really? That's all? Because you yeah. see a difference, and it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and you know I've seen picture comparisons of like how much fat weighs by comparison, like how much one pound of fat <laughs> is versus one pound of muscle. It's like. It looks like three to five times bigger, like fat versus muscle. Um, so I, I guess wrapping my head around that concept, it yeah. seems like it's not that much, but I, I guess it really is a lot. And um, my trainer was just like, you know, you're laying down the groundwork. Eventually there's going to be a point where you're going to have a meltdown. And that morning was my meltdown morning, yeah. um, you know two failed breakfasts and um, rushing out the door to, to, to go to work and um, and knowing like, that I wouldn't be there. I mean, that was, that was horrible. You know, it's harder to go to work when I'm not around. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there was, there was a lot. Joseph was really awesome. He, he's just like, Oh, I can't have you feeling this way. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to Tim Hortons and get you a tea and a snack. Oh, that's nice. and, oh it was really nice. So he was really nice about it. And we got so a good crew. Yeah, we we really do. Anyways, getting into the topic at hand, um, super excited. Well, to before talk we about do it. that, I want to talk about one more quick thing before we do that. Oh, Sean yeah. had a big event happen this past week or so, and oh, I've been really? what? he's been talking about this for a really really long time. Oh, yeah. He got his car all <laughs> made up, very much like Aurora's been working on herself. Sean has been working on Lucille, and uh, how did it go, Sean? Uh, it was, it was okay. I mean, it was good. I had a lot, I had a fun time hanging out with, um, a lot of the guys, um, you know, in terms of doing a bunch of car stuff and, and whatever else. And, you know, hanging out with people that are, you know, genuinely good, comforting and caring people, which is nice. So definitely, um, you know, I think, I think this, this past, these past couple of months and, and years or whatever that I've had the car, it's really put into perspective how many, you know, how many shitty friends that I have. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So I'm doing my best to kind of switch up my, um, my friend group. It's been whittling down uh, every day. So um, basically the only person I talk to now on a regular basis are you guys and then John. So uh, yeah, the, uh, the friend group is slowly, whittling away but then again there are people that i have in the car group that are you know becoming more friends you know close friends to me now which is good so uh and they're we great people they're similar interests right i mean yeah it's toyota specifically <laughs> <laughs> i mean it helps to be very specific with your interests when you're trying to be good friends with people but I, it's true i think a lot of us have whittled down our friend list over the past few years or so at least right mm. yeah even some of us that didn't have friends have less friends, which is very weird. But uh, no, that's good. I'm glad you had a good time. That was Tri City, right? Yep. And I even I I found this the other night too. It was uh, it was a little card that I had on my window, on my car. So I don't know if you guys can see that. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh, cool. uh, yeah. They just there was this is like a pre-registration card, like the like the guy over here right there. This is where he marked down where he half-assed judging yeah. my car. <laughs> yeah, you were telling me about that. 
it's like I remember judging car audio competitions, and you have to be detailed. <laughs> you know, yeah. you have to get in there and have a look at the the, the way that things were built and the, the effort put into it. And of course, in sound, it was all that. But I mean, yeah. this guy is judging your car. What is he standing a half a kilometer away with a notepad, just going, "Judge eh, car over yeah. there." Well, he stood at the one wheel, and then he asked me about you know the modifications that I did to the car, and then uh, he saw the Hot Wheels badges that I put on the side, which is why I put the world's biggest Corolla Hot Wheel on the on the card there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I just told him about the modifications and then, uh, he was like, Oh, cool. Thanks, man. And then just checked it off, put it back in my wiper and then he fucked off. So I was like, oh, you're not going to take a look at the rest of the car that I spent a shitload of my hard earned money into <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, like that was the one kind of downfall to that show. But I mean, like other than that, I had a really good time hanging out with really, really, really great solid folks. And, um, I couldn't have asked for a better day and a better turnout nice. with better people. So I'm glad it, it turned out time. for you, man. It's good. All right, Aurora. All right. Let's get gaming. I know me yeah. too. <laughs> um, so, I don't know if any, I, I guess most of you know, um, but maybe listeners on the podcast don't know, but I am super into tabletop games. Um, I play Dungeons and Dragons on basically a weekly basis for like the last four years. Um, same campaign, shuffling a few like, you know, like mini campaigns in there as well. And then when we don't play um, Dungeons and Dragons, we play board games um or other types of tabletop games um and it's just a lot of fun like you know hanging out with the you know the same group of friends um having fun and and playing different types of games there's so many different ones now uh with many different rules and very interesting concepts um and they are super creative there's the creative aspect in the artwork of the games there's a creative aspect um, and actually coming up with, um, you know, the game's concepts, um, the different rules, uh, the things that you can do, the things you can't do, um, um, all the little, like, intricacies of, of playing different games. Um, so I, I think this is really interesting. And, and I feel like a lot of people have, as you were saying earlier, Brian, um, have an emotional connection to certain games when they're playing. Um, because a lot of people get really into it. Uh, I'm one of those people um, <laughs> that get super like competitive, super like invested in the game as I'm playing it. And I can be very, depending on the game, I can be very heated, um, which doesn't happen very often. I was going to um, say. <laughs> uh, more specifically, uh, there's many stories with this game called Ticket to Ride, which I have right here. Ticket to Ride. It's a train board game. Um, basically, there's all these different maps. I don't know if you can kind of see on there. Um, and you're ha you're having to build um, your way across um, America um, with different train uh, maps. And they're all different colors, as you can see on the maps there. So you have to collect uh, certain colored cards so that you can build on those tracks. Um, and, uh, yeah, at the beginning of the game, you get kind of like... A, uh, set routes that your your main goal, and you have to basically um, complete that route in order to 
you know, get the points from that card. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff involved in that. But the problem is if you run out of trains in your inventory before you finish building, or if, if someone finishes um, their trains first before you, uh, you only have a, uh, one more turn to complete the rest of uh, the rest of your goals. And then if you don't complete those goals, those points get deducted off of your score. Um, so yeah, there's lots of complexities to this game and it can get extremely, extremely heated because people just like to screw over other people because <laughs> um, they can see where you're building and where you're going to. And if there's a one train track in between and you're trying to collect that one card for it someone might just if they already have that card they're gonna just play it and mess with you um so it's a lot of fun um but it's also very heated uh the one time only andrew felt like he was possibly gonna have to sleep on the couch one night <laughs> a night where we played that game um, oh my so god <laughs> do not get into board games with aurora <laughs> yes <laughs> But uh, or do if you have fun with that. Um, yeah, yeah. But do you, uh, have you ever played Uno? Yes, yes. That is another one of those games that um, people get super heated with. Oh yeah, because people are <laughs> literally throwing a card down to screw you up. Have you ever played Sean? Once or twice. Oh, I love that game. <laughs> I, I've got something to say about that in a bit, though. So I'll let you keep on <laughs> keep on going with your idea there, Aurora. So uh, how about you guys? What kind of games have you played? Do you have John, any? you can go first. <clears throat> um, my mom used to really enjoy Sorry for some fucked up reason. I don't know why, but every time, like, because from what I remember, because uh, I haven't played that game in, like, well over, like, 15, 16 years. Like, it's been a while. Um, and the last time I remember playing it, like you, it's much like this, the train game that Aurora was just explaining or Uno, right? We basically have to screw over people uh, in order to get your way around the board. <clears throat> so I remember my mom very vividly going, sorry, every five minutes. <laughs> and that was the whole reason why she wanted to play the game was to specifically screw us over. <laughs> and then say sorry say afterwards. That. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was a nightmare. Yeah. Trauma, trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I bring it back to bad, bad memories now. <laughs> um, but a, a game I, I've come to enjoy over the years that I found out that I'm actually like not uh, bad at is Cards Against Humanity. Um, for some for some reason, I let my brain run rampant, and uh, yep, it's it's good shit. It's it basically <laughs> paves the way for me to be as as much of a psychopath as I can possibly think of. Mm -hmm. and let my dark humor go no okay so you have like a group of people and it can be as many people as you want like you can have like let's say you have a bunch of people over at your house as long as you have enough cards to kind of go around you can play that and then there's a black card basically you pull out and um you read off the card um the person kind of judging it so let's say i'm judging it in this particular yeah let, let's let's do one let's go for it Okay, well, uh, it's kind of hard to do without having the white cards. Um, but maybe, Sean, do you remember any of the white cards? Uh, I remember there was one black card that I really enjoyed that I always win, and it's what's Batman's guilty pleasure? What's Batman's <laughs> guilty pleasure? Okay. I and what do you like almost, to play? 
I win that almost 90% of the time. And it, I, it depends. Like anything that's like nothing remotely sexual is something that's good for me because if it's like the more fucked up it is, the better, because like my brain is, it works in a very weird, uh, I wouldn't say mysterious way, but it's a very <laughs> weird and concerning, uh, train of thought when I play this game. Like people should be worried about putting me in a mental hospital when I'm <laughs> playing. Why? What is, what's the deal okay, with it? So essentially there's a card, there's a black card. So this card is LSD plus blank equals really bad time. Um, so you have to fill in the blank. So, I mean, these white cards can be anything to, to fill in. So LSD plus jazz equals a really bad time. <laughs> LSD plus throwing grapes at a man until he loses touch with reality is a really bad time. Uh, I'm just pulling random ones out. What? Uh, LSD plus stuffing a child's face with fun dip until he starts having fun equals a really bad time. <laughs> LSD, LSD plus kid equals LSD. really bad time. LSD plus just the tip equals a really bad time. Oh my time. god. <laughs> what? I don't understand what, what the point is though. Like so the 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 point is to come up with well uh, you can go Sean but like it depends on the person because you're basically you're basically pulling cards in my experience of playing based on the person who's judging it so if I'm judging it and you know my type of humor then you will you know pull a card that would make me laugh or make me like like shocked or something like that right? is that the point of the game to shock other people. Yeah, and then basically the winner, I think the winner is like the one who gets the most black cards, like collects the yeah. most black cards. Um, I think it's 11. I think you're supposed to stop at 11, but people go way longer than that um, uh, playing these games, especially if they have the expansion packs, which I have expansion packs mixed into these cards. I don't know which ones they are, but um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, I thought it was like a trivial pursuit kind of thing. But it's not no. at all like Trivial Pursuit. No, it's yeah. it's essentially the person that wins is essentially the most fucked up friend you have. This <laughs> <laughs> so, another reason why I enjoy playing it because people then realize why they they question why they're friends with me because <laughs> my humor is like you've 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 both listened to Planet Pointless, right? So you understand that like my humor goes past the point of that level of being fucked up you know what i mean like i'm not like like playing a pointless is like a there's a lid on my on my my you know my level of insanity whereas like when i play cards against humanity i take the lid like a little bit off just so i can kind of show people like hey <laughs> should probably check me into the nearest hospital <laughs> okay the thing, well then we're gonna the have a conversation is... when the show's over because uh <laughs> if, if you I want to help you. Okay. I want to help you. <laughs> but the thing okay, is, take someone, you to the had hospital. To, someone had to come up with these topics. So they're, you know, there's always someone more messed up than you. Not Sean specifically yeah. saying it. It's the person who wrote the card saying yeah. it, right? He just chose from the seven cards that are in his hand. Yeah. And oh, there, what there are, there are a lot yeah. of cards, Brian, that would make you question your own sanity reading them. Uh, because if you, <laughs> if you so much as even chuckle it's like fuck why 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 am i laughing at this like there was there was one i was reading it i can't remember i can't remember what black card was pulled but it was something kind of like i knew i could get fucked up with it and so i looked in my my deck of white right so i was like you know okay just picking through trying to figure out which one would be funny and one of the cards said just the holocaust on it 
and it felt so wrong to pull it, but I just, I did it. And apparently I won that card from what I remember. I can't remember. I think probably maybe not, but the point of the game is to be as, as insanely inhumane and fucked up as possible. Yeah. Which is what right. I'm very good at. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I'm going to have to play that game sometime because I am not a fan of humans. So we, we, we should. We, we should all night. together. I yes. feel like it would be fun. I feel like it would be fun. And then we can there's, get to know each other's sense of humor. There's we an can, online version of it, I think. We could do it on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Expressions plays Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> on Twitch, yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, did you hear about Twitch with their streaming problems that they announced or whatever basically they're not allowing i'm, I'm going to talk about this because this is a big problem and it's um, gaming so. and it's gaming it's it is gaming so it's all a part of this and people play these kind of games like tabletop games on twitch actually um <coughs> jason varga has or had a twitch channel with his wife and they would play board games live on Twitch. Um, but uh, essentially what's going on with Twitch right, right now is basically they announced that um, that you can't have advertisements, basically, from sponsors on Twitch. Um, and when I mean advertisements, you mean I mean like they can't talk about a product um, like you would on Instagram. Or so no product or, placement at all. Or whatever. They can't have a banner on the screen or anything like that advertising a product. This is where Twitch streamers make the most of their money. Um, the only thing they can have is a, like a mini tiny icon of the logo with no description, no um, slogan, nothing. Um, so unless that logo is very commonly, you know, known, um, it's a bit of a problem. I do know that, um, I heard that they're trying to work something out or trying to, you know, pull back some of that rule, but, um, that is probably the most aggressive form of, um, taking, you know, something away from its creators, um, and a lot of people got really mad because there's a lot of people on Twitch that are very uh, established, like people like PewDiePie, who's extremely <clears throat> established on YouTube. He's also established on Twitch. Um, Jacksepticeye is another gamer. Um, he is also on Twitch and YouTube. Um, I mean, there's a ton of them and they all were like, we're leaving in a month. So it's like taking uh, their spiff away. Yeah. To... Uh, extreme extent right like they make you know they make little bits of money from twitch itself from the ads like not enough to make a living right off of it so where these content creators are making their living is talking to like brands and products and then being able to advertise in a certain way like give it you know 15 seconds on the video talk about the product um or have a banner across you know for a lower um, paid ad or whatever it may be. So, um, you know, obviously these, these content creators are, um, upset, especially yeah, no just starting out. Um, and probably, you know, we're wanting to get themselves more established. So, uh, hopefully they fix that, but, um, getting back to the topic at hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's funny. That's another whole thing though. I mean, people see gaming as a source of income, which isn't something mm -hmm. I could ever have thought of. I mean, back in my day uh, it was people would go do competitions and things like that i mean you'd, you'd go to a big convention center and you'd play monopoly against other people or something like that but 
with Twitch and with online, it's changed that up so much. There's so much more opportunity to get together. Like even us just joking about playing cards against humanity online or something like that. There's no way that that could have been done before. So people were forced to play Monopoly, Life, Risk, like all these games that um, I was raised on, you know, Shoots and Ladders. Never would have heard of a Cards Against Humanity. I remember, I remember when uh, Trivial Pursuit came out. It was mm-hmm. the biggest thing, you know. Everybody was playing Trivial Pursuit. Every party you go to, Trivial Pursuit. Um, but now it's a it's a different world. Lots of different things. Yeah. Actually, speaking of, <clears throat> a friend of mine, uh, his folks are moving to Vienna uh, at the end of the month, like in in Austria, and uh, they're cleaning house and all this other shit. And uh, my buddy's dad. Uh, super super nice guy huge huge nerd which is great um he called me over and he's like hey come over i said i got a gift for you i said okay cool like sounds good so i showed up at the house and uh he gives me this big it's it's i'm staring at it right now i pull it out but there's a bunch of shit on top of it but it's like a golden box and it's trivial pursuit but it's like strictly star wars oh neat oh that is right up your alley it's crazy, and uh, the, like the game pieces are like they're they're like so brittle, like they're they're made from something that's like it's not it's like inexpensive, but it's like so brittle that if it like falls, it'll shatter into a million pieces, and I'm screwed. Huh. So <laughs> it's more of like a collector's item for me now. But like I have no idea how to play it. Like I probably never will, but it's there just in case I ever want to. And it's cool. I mean, Star Wars, out of all things, I mean, now I can just, you know, learn more shit about Star Wars that I don't need to know already. It's too bad <laughs> it wasn't a Spider-Man edition. Oh, God. If right? I, ooh, I would destroy. <laughs> that's the cool thing about Trivial Pursuit is they have all those different editions, right? So there's, if, you're, if your knowledge base is this way, then you can, you know, challenge yourself that way. Uh, or if you're like my ex-brother-in-law who just won Jeopardy for like 13 times in a row. Uh, it wouldn't matter what it is. He'd play all of them and he'd win. Where, yeah, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> he did really well on Jeopardy, I'll tell you that. So, I mean, Sean talked a little bit about his favorite board game or uh, tabletop game, uh, Cards Against Humanity, and a bit about his traumatic game, Sorry, <laughs> um, or I would say least favorite game. Um, in that particular case, um, Brian, what about you? What are, what would be your favorite game? I'd say I'd have to say Monopoly. I I play Monopoly to this day on my phone. Like (laughs) I love Monopoly. Uh, Uno and Monopoly, I think are my two favorite of all time. Uh, Um, Millborn. Have you ever played Millborn? No. It's uh, like a card racing game. It's car racing and cards. Let me see if I can. Okay. It's a French thing. Uh, M-I-L-L-E-B-O-R-N-E-S. So. Oh, these are horrible photos. This is not at all. <laughs> this is gross. Anyway, essentially, you have, like, these cards, and you have to play them. It's it's just a fun game. I used to play it a lot because, you know, I was born in Montreal, and it's a French name. And we were playing a lot of games when I was younger because that's what we did. And my brother and sister would play, so I would get to play every once in a while. And that was how, that was okay. But, but Monopoly is the game for me. Risk, Monopoly, and Uno. I think those are the top three games for me. Okay. Risk, Risk I used to play with my buddy Jeff Lipson when we lived in uh, 
Massachusetts. He taught me how to play risk. And then now he's a uh, Marine. Um, I forget what his rank is, but he's like a high ranking Marine officer now. And he went on to the Marines. Like he's always been a very strategic minded person. And then come to find out. Yeah, he is like super awesome dude. Um, so the games you play also really dictate who you become in life. Like when you're younger, if you play risk a lot, it's a good tendency that you love strategy and you love, you know, that kind of uh, war strategic way of thinking. And that definitely served him well. Um, where Monopoly, it's supposed to teach you how to, you know, make a lot of money. And I was always a very good player at Monopoly. It did not translate to real world. <laughs> yeah, no, my bank account is not full of a bunch of those yellow bills and orange bills. So it's just the blue bills, you know, the $5 and the $10. So anyway, yeah, Monopoly was great. Uh, and the nice thing that I really think is cool about these games too is how they have transitioned to um, phone, like digital games. Because I can't play games with my family anymore. That A, I don't want to. Uh, B, um, it was never that fun to begin with because my brother is just a big cheater. And, uh, oh, he was such a dick. But, yeah, no, it, was, it, it wasn't – sorry. It wasn't fun playing board games when, you know, your seven-year-older brother just sits on you because he feels like it or something stupid. So, Yeah takes away the fun but no i love monopoly i play that i play it all the time on my phone uh uno is another game that i play quite often pretty much all the games i play on my phone were originally board games for the most part these days i've played a lot of those really fancy uh, strategic games with all the fancy graphics and stuff like that but yeah they're usually just ways to suck you out of money you know upgrade this and buy this and stuff like that where the board games you can just play yeah you can hit pause and you can get back to it later, you know? <laughs> so you might be surprised by this, Brian, but I've never played Risk. Ah, well, Maybe I'm not surprised know. because it's a it's a very specific kind of thing. Like if the idea is to take over the world, right? Yeah. And so I played something like it. It's called Rising Sun, if you want to pull it up um, on the screen there. Rising Sun board game. Um, okay. so I know, I know the concept of risk risk is a very long game from what I've heard. Like people can spend, you know, six, seven hours oh, yeah. playing risk. There's that, uh, uh rising that... sun's a little bit more slimmed down. Um, and you have more things, I guess you can do. Um, yeah, there's different like areas of, um, different areas of, I believe Japan, um that you can take over hmm. um and yeah it's like war you're you're basically moving into different territories <clears throat> and then you're fighting them and you collect like different um you know army members um and you get the help of the gods on the side on your side as well the help of the um, gods uh, the help of the gods like you can pray to certain gods and they'll give you certain av abilities and stuff like that so it's it's actually a very interesting game um, and the Oops. artwork is gorgeous, like beautiful, beautiful artwork, um, which is another thing I love about um, all these new different games that are coming out. Um, but yes, I've never played Risk. Um, um, and I think it's more based on time, right? Like you can, if, if you had the choice to play a game like Rising Sun once um, and, you know, something else like uh, Codenames 
or um, wingspan or something like that in a night or play one game of risk. You know, you're in my opinion, I'd be more likely to play three different games than I would be to play, you know, one over the course of six, seven hours. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I always got into those long, long games. Like Monopoly to me is the perfect game because you're, you're doing math, you're learning mm -hmm. about math, you're learning about all these different things. Um, and it just goes on for a long time. And when you win, it's, you get this real sense of accomplishment. Like you, you really broke the spirit of everybody else you were playing against. You know, it's like, ah, you suck and I win. It's great. Yeah. That's the best kind of game, don't you think? <laughs> no, it, it's fun. I, I like that element of, um, you know, messing with other people's goals <laughs> a little bit because I feel like uh, that adds a little bit of com uh, like competition that you wouldn't you wouldn't get with other things. And there's many games I've played uh, that are like that that I just have so much fun with. I think uh, Uno is the the one game that I think is the worst for that because Uno. I don't I don't know Sean, have you played Uno? Um, <clears throat> once or twice. I mean, like the last time I played it, I remember getting extremely angry because I called Uno one or one or two times. And then, you know, I can't remember who I played it with, but I kept like, I kept getting like, you know, pick up like 10 more cards. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. <laughs> and that's the vindictiveness of it. You save these really damaging cards in your hand and you wait for another person to be like almost winning. And then you just fuck them up. You just, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. slam plus four. And then, Oh, it's just so cool. And then there's the versions where that person could have a plus four and then he lays that down and then the next person has to pick up eight. And then if he has a plus four, he lays it down. Then the next person has to pick up 12 and you can just keep on going. As long as the next person has a plus four, all of a sudden you end up having to pick up 24 cards and it's like, what the fuck? I was just winning. So, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a crazy game. I love it. It is. It definitely is a crazy game. So I need to ask you guys, is there a specific memory you have of playing a board game with a family member or something when you were younger? Mm, yes. All right. Then you go um, first. So for me at my, I, whenever I would go to visit my grandma, there was one of two games that we played. Um, one being Scrabble which I will tell you right now is my absolute least favorite game. I hate Scrabble. I me absolutely too. hate Scrabble. Um, don't ask me to play Scrabble. <laughs> oh, Aurora, um, would you like to play Scrabble? <laughs> <laughs> my mom loves it. And Hannah loves it too. She actually recently got into playing it um, again. And they don't play with like the main rules like they play off the board and stuff like that which is quite interesting um which i could feel my i if i could feel if i didn't have to uh set to specific the specific rules of scrabble which is what annoys me the most about scrabble um <laughs> then i would have a little bit more fun with it um but uh but yeah so it would either be scrabble or it would be yahtzee um and yahtzee is one of those you know, fun games, it's all up to random chance, right? Um, you have, you have all these different goals that you have to play. Um, and you have to like fill out. Um, and if you don't reach the goal, um, uh, by the end of the amount of turns that you're supposed to take, you take a zero in whatever specific, you know, um, part on your scorekeeping card. Um, and I always had so much fun playing that game. It's just rolling dice. It's rolling five dice. Um, but 
it's it's so much fun when you get those you know f the five of a kind or the yahtzee um and you get that 50 points and you know like if you get that yahtzee you're you're basically winning right uh, unless someone else gets a yahtzee and then you have to get a second yahtzee and put in your chance or whatever it may be um so I don't know. It, it just has a lot of good memories, like playing with my grandmother, who's no longer with us anymore. My grandfather, um, same thing as well. You know, my mom um, and, uh, you know, my siblings and, and all that and just having fun rolling dice. I mean, I'm basically doing rolling dice on a regular basis playing D and D and it's up to random chance. It's a lot more complex than that. Um, and uh, yeah, I, you know, I love it. I have a lot of fun with it. Another one would be Jenga. Jenga is another one that I have strong memories attached to. I um, never learned how to play that because I'm very poorly coordinated. So <laughs> <laughs> I would fuck up that tower. Sean walks instant. past it and it just crumbles. Yeah, I'm like, I, I could just, I, I just exist. And I'm sure any Jenga, any Jenga tower within like a 10 mile radius of me right now is falling. <laughs> <laughs> it's your vibration if they built like an actual like life-size like huge jenga tower i would have to be in a, the farthest corner of the world away from it. oh my goodness okay so yeah speaking of that so like strong memories playing jenga having lots of fun playing with my uh, my siblings and like making the tower like a towards the end of the game, making the tower as wobbly as you can without knocking it down. And then, you know, if someone has to place it on the wrong spot, um, that it's just going to crumble down on them. So you, you do play a lot of the time to screw over, over your other opponents, uh, with Jenga. It's just so much fun. And then that rush when like the tower goes down and everybody's like, no. Um, and yeah, so much fun. Uh, but one time I actually went, um, to, uh, a concert with Andrew. Um, it was actually, it wasn't a concert. It was the beer, beer festival or something like that in Toronto. Um, and then they had all these little booths for all the different types of beer and you could sample them all. Um, they had some ciders in there too. So I was able to sample a couple things and, then there was a, a little concert for the Trues. The Trues played an acoustic sh show, which was lots of fun. And it, and out there, along with the other things, there was a huge Jenga game. So like, like the height of me, Jenga. Um, like you're saying, Sean, like a life-size. Yeah. <laughs> and and <laughs> wanted to play that. So we started playing it and then the rain came like started pouring down so the element of the rain as well made the blocks like more swollen and yeah. uh, like you know tricky to get out and i can't remember who won or who lost but uh, after it started raining the just the game went to <laughs> went to crap um yeah. and uh, it was just uh you know a lot of a lot of fun um playing on a different scale um in a different environment too like you usually play a game like that in your living room or something mm -hmm. and here you are out there and yeah but yeah it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> yeah i feel like i would be destroying infrastructure playing a, a bigger <laughs> game of jenga <laughs> the sewer <laughs> system dissolves yeah. <laughs> i'm currently taking down like parts of toronto because of this jenga game like shit what's the difference between this jenga and the cn tower just start pulling parts 
I remember oh, when I was uh, when I was a kid, we used to go visit my mother's friends all the time. And one woman, her name was Nancy, Nancy Coates. And we'd go to her place and my brother, sister, and I would just disappear down to the basement because we knew where her games were. And we'd go down and we'd pull out all the board games and play Monopoly or whatever. When the parents were upstairs, you know, doing what parents do. Uh, that's That was how parents used to get rid of their kids, you know, go play a board game or go do something like that. So that was my memory of when I was younger is just uh, going to Nancy Coates's place, playing with her dog that had cancer in its mouth and the breath stunk like crazy. And uh, yeah, playing board games with the dog. Sasha, I think the name was. I don't remember. Maybe. doesn't matter. But we were playing board games. It was fun. Yeah. Oh, and also, did you ever make up your own game? Because we, yeah. we we did a lot of traveling when I was a kid. We were on the road a lot with my father. Uh, very bored. And when you're a kid and you, there's no internet and you're driving with your dad and he insists you get your nose out of the comic books to look at the world around you, you start to create these games. So I don't know if it, we invented it, if other people play it or what, but we played the alphabet game where you had to see a sign or a, a thing on the side of a car that had a, a a letter starting with A, you'd start with A, and then you'd see, like, looking around, uh, there's no A's, um, I don't see any A's on any signs around here, so I can't, I can't go. And as you're driving, you eventually see an A, so you go, oh, there's the A, and, or something. And then you go B, and C, and D, and so on and so forth, until you finish your alphabet. And each person in the car is doing it by themselves, right? So, like, I have my alphabet, and Stephen had his, and Josie had hers, and we try and rush to see who would get the alphabet first. And you couldn't put, pick the same letter as the other people. If they saw an A, you couldn't use their A and you had to find your own. So it was like driving over hours and we're playing this one game, trying to finish the alphabet. We get stuck on Q or X or something like that. Cause there's no X's on signs anywhere. Um, but yeah, that certainly helped pass the time. That's, that's the kind of game I really enjoyed. <clears throat> something like that. I still play it every once in a while. If it's like a really long drive or something like that, I'll start, in my head, yeah, there's A, there's B, you know. I mean, I still play the punch buggy game because that's yeah, punch buggy. <laughs> like, it's just there's because you get to just, punch people. Yeah, there's something so enamoring about beating the shit out of your passengers for some reason <laughs> because you see a rounded looking car. Yeah, you're like, oh, punch buggy, just. Uh. <laughs> I don't, I don't hit that hard because I know that I would get very angry if somebody hit me that hard. But. <laughs> Are you like that? Every time I would like accidentally hit somebody, I'd have to hit myself the same way just to see how bad it was. Like, did I really hurt him? No, 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 it wasn't no. I that would, bad. I, just, I usually just give like a little like punch buggy, no punch backs, and like a little, like a little tap. Okay, sure you do. No, yeah, I'm dead. Set. I can I can pull Robin in right now because I've done it to her like twenty <laughs> times in the last like two weeks. <laughs> see, I would do the, I do the punch buggy thing every once in a while, but I'm scared of Shelly, so I'm not going to punch her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she will fuck me up. <laughs> she, she will destroy you. <laughs> oh yes, yes. You ever see those cute little, cute little furry, like little like animals or whatever? They're like super cute. They you rub it up. They're super cute. And then you piss them off. They're like ah! They jump at you and kick the shit. <laughs> that, that's that's my lovely sweet Shelly. Yeah. Oh my god, like like the bunny from fucking Monty Python and the. That's Holy it. Grail. Killer bunnies. <laughs> Shelly's a killer bunny. <laughs> it's all fun and games until you piss her off. <laughs> <laughs> I love no, it. That's awesome. That's a, that's like the ultimate game right there. <laughs> now that I think about it, so how, how can I walk that line? <laughs> inventing a game. I think I was talking to Brian about this the other day, but when I was in elementary school, must have been seven or eight years old. 
um, we had been ass we had assigned been assigned a project. Um, we we're given like specific uh, specific parameters to to make a board game ourselves. So come up with the art, come up with the the design of the game, like the layout of the the board and stuff like that, and come up with like ten rules um, to follow throughout the game and. Um, come up with all the content for the game and stuff like that. And although I don't really remember the game, I kind of remember what it looks like, but uh, I don't remember the game concept or any of the rules or anything like that. But that project was super memorable to me because, again, you're Except you don't remember seven, anything about it. <laughs> I don't remember anything about it, but I do remember this project. The if experience right of making now, it. If, yeah. if you tell me right now, if you ask me right now, um, you know, remember another school project from elementary school. I can't remember many, but I can remember this one um, because it stood out in my mind. It was very unique. Um, one was another coming up with like your own business and, and all that stuff, uh, which is very interesting because the business that I, I stumbled across that project a little while ago when my mom was cleaning out her house. Um, and I came up with this concept <clears throat> for a, uh, a photo studio um, slash camera and printing accessory store. Um, and now you're the manager of a and, Henry's. And, and now I'm go. the manager of a Henry's. So I think that's kind of interesting. Serendipities. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, this board game project really stuck out in my mind. And, you know, he had to come up with the game and design the game and, and make a like a prototype of the game and um, explain it um, in a presentation to the rest of your classmates. And I had a lot of fun uh, doing that. So, um, you know, if you ask me to make me make one now, I don't really have a, a concept of well I, I don't think I'm as creative as I used to be in that in that aspect um but I don't I, think that's true I don't think that's true <laughs> at all. Um, I mean, it's funny though were... school projects are fun they definitely bring out creativity I did one um not a game but I had to make a cereal when I was in Mississauga we had to make our own cereal so I made mm -hmm. one that played Michael J oh, okay so it was like a you know rice krispies snap crackle pop mine when you add milk the the little uh, pieces would start to play music mm -hmm. and the songs were all Michael Jackson songs, of course. So it's like <laughs> beat it and eat it and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, yeah, was, <laughs> I, I drew the whole board, the box and the whole thing. Yeah, it was fun. I love doing stuff like that. I'm sure you could still do one today. Yeah, I'm sure I could come up with something. So speaking of coming up with something, I was kind of challenging us to come up with our own game for this episode. Did you guys have any opportunity to do that? Because we kind of only talked about doing this since yesterday, this episode. So, Sean, did you come up with an idea? Because I actually did. So, um, I mean, I put a lot of time into mine, and I'll explain that in a minute. <laughs> I know. I read it in the chat. I was like, "This is great," because I have other shit I could talk about with with the method that you used. <laughs> um, um, no, you know, I, I don't think I have the mental capacity to come up with a game, let alone come up with rules. Um, I mean, I could, but somehow I would like to center it. If I were to make any type of like board game or like card game or whatever, um, I would have to center it around some form of, of comedy because like, I feel like 
I know, I know when I play Monopoly with my family, or at least when I did back in the day, it really divided the whole household. Like we would be mad at each other for like weeks because fucking we wouldn't be able to like, you can't cross a certain piece without paying, you know, a toll. Right. So it's like, what the fuck? Like you're an asshole. Get out of here with the shit. Right. Um, Landed on boardwalk again. Yeah. Mm. God damn it. I don't want to pay a hundred dollars. Fuck. <laughs> 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 um, but no, I feel like, I feel like any, uh, any board game or card game, much like cards against humanity that involves, that involves like some form of comedy. Like, cause again, like, people have different senses of humor and, and I've come to realize that over my, my very few years of being a, uh, a washed up, uh, shitty amateur comedian. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's fun to, to, to kind of figure out what makes people laugh and what doesn't make people laugh. But at the same time, like making people laugh in general is good for the soul because laughter is, you know, as they say, the best medicine. So, well, we're going to do a whole show as well on on creativity and comedy. I know that's something that you've wanted to talk about. It, it is very much so, actually. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's true. Absolutely. If, if just coming up with things that are funny, a it's not easy, and b if you can come up with something that is funny, then you got to share that stuff because people need yeah. they need that kind of stuff in their life for sure. Exactly. And there are a lot of cool and fun comedy based board games i actually have a few with me now or a few recommendations if you haven't tried them sean um so you know about cards against humanity mm -hmm. um but there's this game called shit happens have you ever heard of it yes i love that you've, you've played it <laughs> i've played it once or twice that and it's... um what's that one uh quip quiplash quiplash that's fun. played on played on the tv with a bunch of friends yeah that jackbox shit? games that's... so funny very funny yeah anything jackbox is usually really funny uh oh, the yeah. one that i really like is tko where yeah. you come up with like um design like you draw pictures and then you write phrases and then you have to uh match up everybody's pictures and phrases to like a funny combination um mm -hmm. and it's a lot of fun actually uh my sibling jace actually bought one of the t-shirts that was made um on one of the games we play we played um on that because uh, you can buy the t-shirts as well afterwards That's awesome. um yeah so lots of fun lots of fun with that uh, to explain um to explain <sighs> shit happens it's basically there's like all these different things um different like terrible situation so one's like seeing your parents naked uh one's like <laughs> learn your mom dropped acid while pregnant with you um i think she did yeah same <laughs> walking barefoot on gravel Ooh. um vending machine eats your money um arriving at the beer store in one minute after one minute after closing, right? <laughs> so there's all these things and they have like a misery index and you're supposed to like read them off and then line them up with where the misery index is supposed to be. And the closer you are to, um, you know, the lineup at the end of everything um, with the misery index, you get a, you know, like you win basically. But it's a lot of fun. Just like even just reading some of these topics, um, <clears throat> online and playing with again with a big group usually it's more fun the, the bigger you gr group you play with 
um, on hold with <laughs> the cable company for two hours. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's lots of lots of fun ones. Um, so uh, anybody who's into comedy games, I would recommend uh, Shit Happens. Yep. Or, that and uh, What Do You Meme is a good one. What Do You Meme? Uh, That's a fantastic that one game. Too. Love that one. Uh, five Second Rule. Kind of like uh, it's kind of like Cards Against Humanity. Um, uh, this one, uh, well, the uncensored version is kind of like uh, Cards Against Humanity. Uh, so you have like this little timer that times. <laughs> that was you. a you fun have- sound. <laughs> <laughs> that has five seconds, uh, and then I say like quickly to to Sean, name three people who swear a lot. Uh, me, Brian, and John. And then you get the card, right? <laughs> but some people freeze up. I'm the type of person that freezes up all the time <laughs> with these. Um, but then you get uh, interesting, you know, the uncensored ones you have. Uh, places you don't want to have diarrhea. <laughs> or uh, celebrities involved in a sex scandal. Um, That's an extensive list. <laughs> <laughs> and you have like seconds to think of answers. I'd be done. To come up no, with I'm out. Leave. <laughs> um, I'm out. It takes lost. me five seconds to know it's my turn. And the thing is, there's a there's a whole thing about being put on the spot and saying something in five seconds that people just say the dumbest things. Um, <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, one, two, three. Oh, there's another one. I don't have it here, but it's called Joking Hazard, which I find oh, that concept. That a That's a good one. Okay, so you've played it. Mm-hmm. It's it's made by. Cyanide and happiness. Yep. Um, and they Love have those like guys. They have these uh, cards. Uh, what a world! These... What a world! Cyanide <laughs> um, and happiness. Yeah, I love those. It's guys, it's <laughs> no, because it's, it's the little comics, man. Some of the shit that they come up with is is fucking hilarious. Like it's it's so fun. I had a little book for the longest time. I can't remember where it went, but it was like just reading through the pages, like the little comic strips they have. Yeah, it's the most brilliant comedy I've ever seen in my life. Like it's funny as hell. Yeah, and then so basically, what joking hazard is is you have these little um, pictures on the card with little like a little sentence like describing what's happening, or like they're talking to each other. They're like, "Hi, hi," and then all of a sudden you can basically the whole concept of the game is you pull three or four cards to make a comic strip um and it has to end kind of in like a punchline, right so one person says hi the other person says how are you doing and then the other person pulls out a gun and you know like shoots him in the face or something like that um or you know uh uh the example here on this is uh hey sexy uh the blue shirt guy says to the green shirt guy and he says he says back, I'm 11 years old. Um, <laughs> you know, there's there's lots of funny different illustrations and, uh, you know, words. And it's, it's just a fun game to play with people. <laughs> and it's the, a similar kind of concept to Cards Against Humanity. Everybody comes up with their own comic strip. And the one that makes people laugh the most wins. <laughs> yeah. That reminded me of the other game that I used to play. It was like a notepad and you had to say noun, adverb, verb, and adjectives and 
all of these things. Mad Libs. Oh, Mad Libs. Yep. Mad Libs. That's oh, it. Mad Libs. Man, we have so much fun. I love Mad Libs. Used to play all the time. Okay, not 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 to overly you know overly hype Planet Pointless here, but we have a couple of episodes that are extremely funny. That where we we call them Bad Libs, where John and I actually do Mad Libs. Um, I have no idea what the fuck an adjective and nouns and shit are anymore because I've been out of school for years. So it's funny because he like throughout the entire process of the episodes, uh, there's two I believe, and uh, throughout the process they're like he's trying to explain to me every few minutes of what these things are. And then at the same time, I'm just coming up with words. So when he reads the stories out, we're both in, in hysterics. Like I think these are, those are the episodes. I remember like being in, in literal tears. Oh my like, God. Having abdominal pains from laughing. So I've got to find that one. I got to find those. I'll send them to you in the chat. I mentioned, yeah. I mentioned in this chat that I was going to send you my favorite cyanide and happiness short from, oh, uh, perfect. from YouTube. Cause it's, it's, it's good shit, man. So, something about comedic games to me is just fuck. It just splits my sides, man. <laughs> it also reminded me of when I was younger. We used to sit like in a round circle, and we'd come up with a sentence, and then the next person would have to add to it, then add to it, then add to it, and it would just go around. Yeah. And every time it would or get to my sister, she would forget what to say. She wouldn't know how to how to add to it, so she'd just go, "And he died." <laughs> so <laughs> it became a thing. Every time we'd start a story, we'd be waiting for Josie to go, "And he died." So to this day, fifty years later. All I could think of is, and he died. I do it all the time. And he died. And he died. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Anyway, um, making up games. We're almost at the end of our episode, I think. So I, I just want to quickly get into uh, this game that I made up. What do you guys think? Sure. Yeah, I'm down. So we, we talked about coming up with an idea of a game, and we were each going to do uh, a thing. Um so I, I thought long and hard, and I sat here, and I was like, oh, man, what kind of game can I do? I, I said, I, I want to, you know, a photography game, maybe learning about photography. Points might be awarded for correct answers. Uh, prizes could include camera gear that improves your, your player's, you know, quality. And the winner is the first to achieve a magazine cover photo. So this okay. is the keywords that I used for this game. Cause I did it on chat GPT. I finally said, Hey, Juan showed me this really cool thing today. And, uh, <laughs> I've been, I, I gotta admit, I probably did about 13, 14 different questions on chat GPT, just screwing around last night. It was so fun. Um, and I made a board game. So here it is this from, from just those keywords. That's all I said. Um, this is what I ended up with. Brian's board game idea. It's called shutter success. The photographic journey. The game overview is Shutter Success is a board game that takes players on a thrilling journey through the world of photography. As novice photographers, players aim to improve their skills, earn points, and win valuable camera gear that enhances their gameplay. The ultimate goal is to be the first player to achieve a magazine cover-worthy photograph. And then it goes into all the components. So the game board is a visually appealing game board depicting various locations such as landscapes, cities, and events where players can capture their photos. And then you have player tokens, so unique tokens representing different photographers. Then you have uh, magazine cover cards. So you have a set of cards showcasing different photography genres and themes. And camera gear cards, a collection of cards representing camera equipment that players can win. Skill cards, a point tracker, dice, a single uh, six-sided dice for movement. 
And the gameplay is each player selects a photographer token, places it on the starting point of the game board. The magazine cover cards, the camera gear cards are shuffled and placed face down on the board. The turn sequence is players take turns in a clockwise direction following these tips. I mean, these instructions look just like out of Monopoly. And it's, it's, everything is the way it's supposed to be. Equipment upgrades. Uh, like I could submit this to a board game manufacturer, which if you look up HS board game, that's uh, you can actually make your own board games. I could submit this as it is to this company and they could make my board game. Shit. Like, and, and, you know, I used to work with a guy named Alan before you worked with us, Aurora. Um, And Alan made his own board game and he spent years trying to plan this and trying to plan that. And, you know, think of this idea and that idea and this and that. And I literally just said a paragraph said, I want to make a photography board game. Da, 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 da. And then it creates an entire game in like seconds. That's what is so the world cool. coming to? <laughs> it's like, you don't even have to think anymore, people. <laughs> you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? Yep. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Ah, that's the way the world is going, people. All we need <laughs> now is more chat GTP to everybody doesn't have to think anymore. And we're all going to be sitting back on our chairs eating fast food and having food drop down our window and we're not going to even know what's going on in the world anymore. It's, it's <laughs> going to turn into Wally. <laughs> <sighs> Scary. So yeah. Well, I uh, I feel like AI is a whole different conversation that we can totally get into on another on another situation. But we'll need so somebody cool who does that AI you coding came up or something. With a concept, and then this this system like this this AI um, came up with the rules and how it works and the mechanics of the game. Everything um, and organized in a way that you could literally just submit it to a manufacturer and they'd have all the information they need to make it happen. Yeah. But I mean, that's awesome. Well, even like we were thinking of ideas for our show, right? Aurora. Yeah. And that's when Juan mentioned it. He goes, Hey, have you tried chat GPT? Like we're sitting here trying to like, oh, what can we do for show topics <laughs> without guests and trying to think of all these ideas. And he goes, yeah. Um, 10 ideas or something like that for a, a podcast with a creative thing like which we tried to and it gave us all these ideas i thought huh, who needs 10 let's do 50 <laughs> and brrr, 50 separate ideas and then we did it again so i have 100 ideas and it's like god it's not it's like cheating all we have to do is stand here and or sit here now and talk <laughs> yeah no it's true it's it's definitely true it'll be interesting um, 3 years from now when we do a show like this to see how far the progression has gone with that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> actually, speaking of, of podcasts and AI in the same sentence, um, I actually listened to a podcast that's uh, run by, controlled by, and created by uh, an artificial intelligence. What? Um, and uh, yeah, it's called Dudesy. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. No. Okay. Uh, so there's these two guys, there's two hosts, and then there's the AI comes in, he talks every now and then. He basically gives them segments and, tells them what to do and what to talk about and shit like that. And the two guys basically just do the rest. Right. Um, but um, it's with Chad Colchin and Will Sasso. Will Sasso is, he's very funny. He used to do, uh, he was on mad TV. For mad a TV. Long, yeah. Long time. yeah. So um, he's, he's absolutely the most hilarious person. Well, he's a legit comedian. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's fun. I, I listen to it every Tuesday. 
uh, after I listen to expressions on Monday, which is fun. <laughs> yes, I listen to our podcast. It's like religious now because I can't listen to Planet Pointless every Friday. Uh, so we start again. So, um, but um, yeah, no, uh, Doozy is actually like, it's really funny. Um, and the shit that, you know, the, the artificial intelligence makes will do of all people is funny. He dresses up like, um, like the crow like uh like the, the the character from the crow yeah. um and he reads them he makes him read like poems as robert de niro but he calls him robert de niro crow <laughs> so they call them they call them crowums uh so Instead of like, poem. <laughs> yeah so he reads them in the full crow makeup as robert de niro uh in these these crowums um there's one where like he generates uh will sasso's childhood diary but he has to read them in the voice of stone cold steve austin oh my god it's it's the funniest shit. It's it's so funny. If you haven't heard it, I suggest it. If you need a good laugh, that's a good way to do it. So what you're trying to say is that we need a an AI host on this <laughs> podcast. I mean, I how mean, is that even possible? It. How do you even do that? It's I don't know. I, I let's feel, let's I get think... an AI Mark in the <laughs> podcast. Oh, I got got to talk about Mark in a few minutes as well. But we, yes. we haven't done that yet. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. AI host. How do you find an AI host? <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, before, I mean, I, I think we're getting close to the end of the episode, right? Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So I, uh, I got two things cause I was actually thinking of a challenge if you guys didn't have one. Sure. Okay, cool. So, um, I don't know if we're going to end it like immediately, but I figured, you know, fuck it. I got a challenge. I might as well get it sure, out in the open, go right? For it. Uh, Do it. so, uh, we uh, here on Expressions, if you guys are tuning in for the first time, uh, hopefully not the last time, but ho- you know, hopefully it's an ongoing thing. <laughs> um, we like to give uh, our, our, you know, our listeners and our viewers challenges. So my challenge for everyone who is listening and for us as a team uh, is to start a game night. I love this. So get friends, family, uh, you know, ex-girlfriends, ex-boyfriends, you know, whatever. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> suggest those two last ones because that's going to be kind of touchy, but it's okay. Um, start a game night, you know, like just sitting here thinking about how how hard I can make Brian laugh while playing Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> is like... I'm down. I'm down to do that. I had game night when COVID first hit. I uh, contacted my nephew and my little brother and we did game night for quite a while. We played D&D. Anybody who's listening, if you guys are interested in us doing a podcast live stream game night, uh, let us I know. Be down. Um, because uh, nobody's going to let us know. Nobody ever lets us know. I'm so upset. <laughs> if someone's listening, if someone's listening, and they're listening to this point, and they really want to let us know, we would love to hear your interactions with our Absolutely. content yes. on face, uh, what is it? YouTube comments, on Facebook, like direct messages. Email. Um, email. We've got an email. Oh, send me a text. Here's my cell phone number. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, contact us. Um, yeah. And, you know, tell us that what you want us to, you know, do what do you want I feel, to be trying? Whoa, I feel hang like on a second. Like, what you want us to do? <laughs> that can get awkward. <laughs> I mean, there's. I want Brian to do this episode head, standing like, on his head or something. Weird. <laughs> no, no, not to that extent. Good, because um, I can't do that. 
I feel like so, that would be fun though, like a live stream game night, but all of us being, you know, a bunch of a bunch of weirdos and you know having a good laugh and yelling at each other when we have to cross, you know, the, the interstate on Monopoly. Like and there's lots of digital <laughs> ones. So have you ever played Monopoly? <laughs> I mean, I have. It's just it's been it's been across the interstate. <laughs> I I value my friendships and my family. Okay, Fair as, as little as I have left, I have I have some sort of value in that. You got to keep what you got. I get it. <laughs> Before um, we sign off, I I just want to get back to because we were talking a little bit about broken telephone, um, yeah. and we're talking about also potentially doing a game night uh, thing. Uh, there's this game called I believe it's Drawception. I've played it before uh, with my friends, and it is one of the funniest games um, I've ever played in a group. Um, and you can play it online. So we played it actually from our own home um, and we were playing with people from the US, people from Canada, people that we know, obviously you invite people into this group, kind of like uh, Jackbox games. And you can play off of Discord, listen to everybody's audio at the same time. Discord's another service a lot of people who uh, online game use. Um, and uh, this, this game, basically they give you a prompt um, like flying sandwich right? And then you have to draw the prompt on, on the screen, right? And then the person next will see your picture and have to describe what that is. So if they saw a flying sandwich, they'll it, maybe it's a sandwich in the sky with clouds, right? Um, so then they'll type sandwich in the sky with clouds. Um, and then they'll um, it, the next person will have to describe what it is. Well, that doesn't really look like a sandwich. Maybe it looks like a, you know, a piece of pizza or whatever. And then it's piece of pizza in the lake because they drew <laughs> blue sky with, you know, pizza. And then it just gets so disconnected by the end of the story um, of this. And uh, basically you see the original prompt, you see the next drawing, and then you see how it deteriorates as it goes on um, and goes through all the players. And it's just so, it, it can get super ridiculous and it's so much fun. We could have a whole <laughs> new thing here where we literally just have a channel playing games that are just bizarre. <laughs> see what happens. Yeah. Um, that's that's fun. It's interesting. Um, yeah. Anything else you guys wanted to talk about or can I say something about Mark? Go uh, for it. I got so, one more thing, actually. Okay, go for it. <laughs> so um, I was digging through my my box of Cards Against Humanity uh, during the conversation. Oh, and I just so happened to stumble upon my favorite card. Batman's Guilty Pleasure. <laughs> and I may or may not have pulled a few answers that I might have okay. put down. Do so, it. Okay. Let's see if I can get you a laugh. So, um, <laughs> so one of Batman's Guilty Pleasures is Morgan Freeman's voice. Oh, <laughs> that card is almost always the winner. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know Brian's going to like this one. Uh, David Bowie. <laughs> David Bowie flying on a tiger made of lightning. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's that's really that's... LSD right there. Uh, <laughs> this one. This one makes the most sense in terms of Batman's guilty pleasure is self-loathing. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, this one makes me laugh. Uh, getting naked and watching Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh my God! Can you can you imagine seeing Batman naked watching Nickelodeon? <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> and then I can't, I'm just going to show this one, but I mean, it's, <laughs> I can't really talk about it because I felt bad that I even mentioned it on the show and I feel like Brian's going to cut it out. But if he does, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Oh my God, it's bad. But I mean, it's something that I would have been stupid enough to play. Right. I'm just, I'm one of those guys that just finds humor in the worst possible thing. Oh, man. So <laughs> I think it's funny that you thought I would cut that out. <laughs> I just figured, you know what, this is, this is supposed to be like a, like a, like a you know a creative podcast and we're supposed to be like you know somewhat you know conscious of what we say mind you i'm not but you know if i get fired <laughs> that's why you're that's here okay. that's why you're yeah. here <laughs> <laughs> so uh if you haven't picked up cards against humanity yet i suggest it this is a bunch of you know white cards just of pure humor mixed in with uh so many plausible jokes uh definitely get that it is so 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 funny and i look forward to playing it with you guys because i want you guys to spit drinks out of your nose <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to it <laughs> all right um i just want to say happy anniversary to mark before we say goodbye it's his 24th anniversary today that's why he's not here so uh, mark you're the man you and chrissy are awesome great couple we love you guys and we hope you have a great night um away from the podcast but having a good time by yourselves it's awesome Happy anniversary, dude. Before we end the episode, I'm just going to rapid fire um, games that I love and I recommend people to try out if they have a chance. Um, so Happy Salmon, one of my favorite games. I brought oh, this God, to you our told me stories party. about this one. Um, <laughs> it's like there's there's just really quick to explain it. Um, it's like a group playing game. There's a table in the middle. Um, each person gets a set of cards. Um, I think it's like three of each card or, or something like that. Um, there's one that's called Pound It. You have to do a fist bump. There's one that's called oh, uh, High Five. You have to high five. There's one that's called Happy Salmon. And basically you find somebody's hands. They, they have the same card as you. And then you do this. <laughs> Happy Salmon. Um, and then there's one that's Switcheroo, which is literally you have to find someone with Switcheroo and then swap places with them around the table. And the first person that gets out of their cards the fastest uh, is the winner. Um, and uh, <clears throat> this game is utter chaos. It is so much fun. It gets your blood pumping because you're running around and doing all these crazy things. Uh, but the funniest thing about this game is that you're shouting. You pull your card and you start shouting it. And you're this group of people and you're like, pound it, pound it, pound it, pound it, pound it. Pound it. And everybody's like, high five, high five, pound it, switcher, whatever. It was ridiculous. And, uh, it's chaos. It looks like, from a, from a distance, it looks like salmon swarming around things because they're trying <laughs> to like uh, get things done. And it's so much fun. So happy salmon. Uh, lots of fun if you want something chaotic. Uh, there's another one kind of like that. It's called Jungle Run, and you have to, or Jungle Speed, and you have to like grab a, a totem pole in a certain amount of time. That's also fun, but I prefer Happy Salmon. Uh, <laughs> Wingspan, if you want like a really beautiful artwork game, um, and you want like a more chill game, beautiful, beautiful game. So essentially, it's like you're collecting your own birds. Um, and each card has like a, a specific type of bird on it and has bird facts and the artwork is gorgeous. Um, basically you have to like go through and there's different things that you have to achieve. Like you have goal cards. Um, and then there's like the main goals for everybody and you have to achieve the main goals. You get extra points. Uh, you can like lay eggs. Um, you can, 
you know, like uh, find ways to to get gain more food so that you can do more things. It's a very just relaxing. Um, it's not really like a screw over your other uh, oppon opponents kind of game. So if you want something more chill, um, that would be one of them. Um, I mean, I have some other ones here. I've got Villainous, Codenames, Munchkin. I'm not going to go into explaining those ones, um, but those are a lot of fun as well. Um, what I don't have here is called Canvas. And the reason why I wanted to bring this one up is because it's a very creative game. If you're into artwork, but you're not really good at making art, you've always <laughs> wanted to, uh, you know, like make your own painting. It's a very, very interesting game. So essentially you have these background cards that are like, I don't have it with me, but they're different, like, it's different scenery. So it's like, you know, just like maybe a blank blue slate or, you know, like a sky with trees or, um, you know, like a landscape or, um, you know, an underwater with, you know, blue scape with bubbles and stuff like that. Um, and then there's these transparent cards that you lay over top of it and you add different things to it. So, you know, like there's a silhouette of a woman um, dancing, um, and then there's stars, um, or there's, you know, like a unique looking like shoe or umbrella or whatever. And basically you're supposed to line those transparent cards over each other. And each one of those cards has a title as well. So not only do you have your, um, and the titles fall in different areas. Um, not only do you have your painting that you're making as you go, you also have the title of the painting. So it's like, you know, like, uh, you know, I don't know why I'm only coming up with black void, but you know, something like that. Right. Or, um, graceful, uh, you know, graceful maiden or something like that. Right. Um, and, it's it's a very interesting game um beautiful also beautiful beautiful artwork in that one so um it's it's very creative um you get your mind thinking because you have these different transparent cards and you're um you're collecting them and building your own piece of artwork and uh the person that comes up with the most points at the end um has you know wins uh with their artwork and kind of like this almost like art show kind of concept um, so if you're into that kind of thing creatively, it's, it's a beautiful game. Cool. Yeah. So many game ideas. There's just, so I mean, I, so ideas. many things I had never heard of. I'm just still stuck on like three or four games from when I was a kid, you know, like yeah, the classics, <laughs> the classics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. <clears throat> but yeah, but I'm glad we did this. Cause there's so many games out there that I should try. I'm really <laughs> looking forward to seeing if we do the, uh, online thing. Yeah, we, got, I'm down. I think that'll be we have fun. a hard enough time finding like one night a week to get together. Now we gotta <laughs> do this. Find an additional too. one. Maybe yeah. we could do the Friday night thing for the game and the Monday night thing for the podcast. I'm down. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk about it. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, thank you guys for being on the show tonight. Uh, do you have any last things you want to throw in before we call it a night? No, I just want to say thanks for watching and remember to subscribe to our channel. Uh, we really appreciate it. We've been doing this for two years and a bit now and you know we're just having a great time doing it i think we're going to start doing more hosts only shows because mm -hmm. i just enjoy hanging out with these guys but uh yeah if you have any ideas for what we, you want us to see fix my mic what you want us to do uh <laughs> let us know because we always need new ideas and we just can't rely on chat gpt for long so <laughs> <laughs> no, Sean. that's awesome <clears throat> 
Also, if you would like to be a guest, if you feel like you are a creative, uh, hit us up, you know, email us, message the Instagram or the Facebook. Um, and if you want to be on the show, by all means, we will be happy to have you on. It's funny because all of our guests really love doing the show. They always say how mm -hmm. much they like doing the show afterwards. So yeah, yeah. let us know. Yeah. Cool. And um, that's pretty much it. Um, the other thing I would say is just like, like and subscribe and share us with other people if you like our content and uh, have a good night. Cool. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye everyone. Peace. Ooh, ooh, ooh.